What's up, Keith? How's life, man? All right. Not bad. Not bad? Day to day. What's been going on? Oh, your day to day? Yeah. So if you listed were an athlete, you'd be listed, listed as day to day. Aren't we all? I'm trying to remember. There's a sports writer that said that. Aren't uh, we all day to day? Yeah. <laughs> I think I would be listed as questionable. Questionable. <laughs> yeah. More than day to day, to be honest. Like, yeah. They all mean different things. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. but eh, you know, at least day to day, like some days you'll be good to play. Questionable, yeah. you're just like probably not. We don't know. It's not looking, yeah, right, exactly. Back. Yeah, I feel. <laughs> oh man, it takes me. It takes me a, a while to get. Like I can get up. You know, morning. Like I don't know if I'm a morning person or not. To be honest, but usually once I get up, I'm I'm up. I'm hey, good. Everyone knows. I'm not one person. You are famously not among us. Yeah. Full disclosure: I take naps (laughs) almost every time after a box looks now, so no worries there. All right. Well, with that being said. Welcome to Bartley and Barnes, the reboot. Welcome back. Um, We're back. 2020. We've yes. been talking about this, been wanting to do it. We finally have um, great equipment, and I'm so jealous, Keith, because you, you have a mic in front of you. I can't even can't even see my mic. It looks oh, so yeah. cool when you have a mic in front of you, but this is not our... We don't, have a, we don't have a little... That, does that fit We're on gonna, that one? It's, uh, I should have done it. It's yeah. okay. It's okay. too late. <laughs> We're going to... Um, should have brought my swing arm. I got. I mm. ordered another swing arm, so we're gonna have a bunch of swing arms here. Yeah. Um. Sooner or later. But um. If I had a swing arm, it would sit right here in front of me. Oh, that'd be cool. Same for you. So we'll bring yeah. them next time. Um. And and that'll be fun. But this is our first episode back for 2020. First episode for a while. I think our last episode was like five months ago. <sighs> was, was it our Tarantino one? Did we do the t- um. I think it was or our TV one. TV shows. Yeah. And I had it. I wasn't done with the Sopranos yet. Which we're yes. going to talk about. What? Which we're going to talk about. But yes, Bartley and Barnes. Um, uh, Jacob Bartley, Keith Barnes over there. Yes. Are you see our little avatars right here? I'm throwing popcorn into my mouth right here, and <laughs> Keith's just giving the thumbs up. Like, oh, it's not my lightsaber one. No, it's your thumbs oh. up one. But I like it. It's positivity. Yeah, cool. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I'm not sharing my popcorn. I guess I love- it's, it's kind of mean. <laughs> um. But yes, man, we have a. We're going to talk about a lot of stuff today. We're definitely going to talk about the stupid bowl, um, and mm. then we're also and some of the um, trailers that that played with it. But also, I could. I sh- it's cool that I'm calling it that because te- you're supposed. To, you're not allowed to say the real word on. That's, you can. You can. <laughs> what is the deal with that? So the, well, what it is is you're not allowed to promote anything. Also, you can't be like with come to our the Pocklix movie Super Bowl party. We're gonna you can't do that. They'll get you for that. Oh, like bars can't do that right. either. I'm guessing bars, radio stations. They and can't, you can't be like, like put on your YouTube channel like Super Bowl preview. Right. Oh. Right. It's got to be. Hell? It's got to be officially sanctioned that's NFL. Though itself, for it's, that's how the NFL is, man. They so don't. That's like saying, "All right, you can't put Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker in the title of your video. Right. You can't say the name of the movie. It would be just like the. the but how are we supposed to review it then? Oh, the, the most recent Star Wars film that just came out. That's I don't how. Know. That's how the NFL the is, man. The, NF, the NFL, those owners, they're like the you know in the Grinch, how he reaches back to take the last little crumb on the table. From the chin. That's wow. how the NFL is. We are not sponsored by Starbucks, but we should be because I'm giving them free promotion right now. Um, what's up, Starbucks? Um, <laughs> anyways, so I'm a 49ers fan, um, and 
I was nervous going into this game. Yeah. I had a feeling we were going to lose, and we did. Really? I, I did. Um, I mean, you guys remember when everyone was crap-talking, yeah. shit-talking. You were quiet. You were quiet. Gio is also a Niners fan, and he's like, oh, we're going to whoop their ass, everything, right? Yeah. And I'm just like... See, I don't want to be that cocky fan that talks a lot of crap and then we get our butts whooped. We yeah. didn't get our butts whooped. We lost the game. Um, we we were we had control of the game. It and did. No pun intended, but our quarterback and our coach dropped the ball. And yeah, there's there's a lot of factors that can go into it. And I am by no means a football expert. There's probably people who can explain the technical football reasons why we lost. But from my fan perspective. Mm-hmm. I always said, look, I always backed Jimmy G up. I always defended him this whole season. You do. He's a solid quarterback who makes clutch plays when he needs to, and he's yeah. been doing that all season long. But I was like, when it comes down to it, he has to be the one to step it up, yeah. and he didn't. And I still love Jimmy G. I'm not giving up on him. Still a fan. Um, he's Even though he's 28, he's still relatively young. And especially if you consider his playing time. He hasn't been playing since he's 22, full-time yeah. quarterback. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, these like when Lamar Jackson's twenty eight, he's gonna be playing in the NFL for six years, right? Yeah. And he's already won by an that MVP. point, yeah. So and like Patrick Mahomes is what twenty three. He's already gonna <laughs> he's probably gonna win three Super Bowls by the time he's twenty eight. Yeah. So I'm still giving Jimmy G time. Um, sure. And I just and I love Kyle Shanahan. He's the reason we're here. But in that game, he choked. Um, yeah. The play calling wasn't the same. Yeah. It didn't feel the same. We weren't playing confident. So I don't want to just cry all night talking about it. But what? Um, how was your experience with the Super Bowl? Uh, well, I was surprised and not surprised. You know, the Niners defense came out like just exactly as advertised. And, and the first half <clears throat> of the game was 10-10. Right. Which, just, we'll, oh, oh, we'll get to the first half in a second. But, you know, you, listen, Shanahan, well, maybe that'll lead me right into it, actually. Uh, boy, the way he handled the end of the first half was just mind-blowing to me. These coaches just... They just they outthink themselves sometimes. I, I just don't. I just don't understand. Like he just. We were, we were content with the ten ten. Go get those points. Did get he say the that? points. Yeah. Oh my goodness. He said he was he was comfortable with the ten ten uh, tie going in and a half. Not with like dude. You've got offense. You've got fifty seconds. You've got all your timeouts. Get downfield and try to get get at least get three out of it. You know I just couldn't understand. And they made that big catch to. Uh, it wasn't, uh, no, it wasn't Kittle. No, it wasn't Kittle. Uh, it was. It was the the fullback or was the oh Kyle Uschek forty four. Yeah, yeah. Right? Didn't he get a the fullback? Uh, or was that him? Who, who got the big? Uh, somebody got a big play, and then they finally decided to hurry up to call a timeout, hurry up and get downfield and try to I score. I think it was Uschek again. I thought it was I him. It, I thought it might have been. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously the PI or call. Or was Sanders? I don't or know, some, but or no. I can't remember. Maybe but not, somebody right. made a big play down of you know I don't know fifteen yards or so, and he. Decided to oh maybe maybe we will try to score at this point time's running out so you you can't just the way they bossed that that first half in the first half was yeah. that drove me nuts but you know Kyle Shanahan so I'm a, I'm a, as you know I'm a, I'm a Redskins fan he's our former offensive coordinator when his father was there That's Mike Shanahan right. so, so so I know him quite well some connections to this I yeah. used to always say Kyle Shanahan would get his uh, he 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 coached with his PlayStation controller. Uh, <laughs> And he does. He usually, hey, we saw it in Atlanta. Atlanta offense when they went to the yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah. And then, also, and then he he kept doing it and let New England right back in the game. Uh, this one was oddly to me seemed like he went 
too conservative, which was very strange because he's usually Shanahan's a bit of a gunslinger coach, man. Like I said, coaches with his controller, and he was he I don't know, oddly conservative. He, and like I said, we don't great. Not all great teams need a great quarterback, and we don't no. we don't have a great a, a gunslinger quarterback. Yeah, we don't. Not at all. So, no, no, which you got Niner fan, you remember Trent Dilfer? He kind he kind of reminds Dilfer a little bit. Who I didn't think Dilfer was terrible. He was just fine. He's a little bit. I think Garoppolo is a little bit slightly better than a game manager. No, I, I agree, and I I say solid quarterback. Yeah, and I think that's better than a game manager because he um, he's slightly able to make his throws. You're right, and he, right. I've seen him make some clutch plays this yeah, season. Yes, yes, season. But he can also do stuff like he did in his game, where those two those interceptions were terrible, yeah. terrible. Gosh, I was just going, ugh. You know, and I don't. I, I didn't have a. Whoever won, I'm fine. The, you don't have a dog in the fight. Yeah. Living here, I, the race. Uh, yeah. You know, I'm, <laughs> Is there more? Uh, I was trying to think some more. Yeah, I could. I think uh, only Yeah, you know, I like it's fun around here when the Niners are good and the Raiders both. I, I'm a supporter of both. You know, so I don't mind uh, when either one of them is winning. So it would have been cool if the Niners had won a Super Bowl. Um, but you know, I mean, I'm thinking about. How far can they? Is, is this one of those? They're already talking about dynasty for the Chiefs. They're calling their NFL Network is actually calling it Chiefs Dynasty. Like they they just won f- five days ago. See, <laughs> one and they're calling it Dynasty. The I, Niners, I don't know. Are look, they gonna? I are they gonna be back here? Are they gonna, are they gonna be contending for? I am. I don't talk about it a lot, but I'm a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> okay, and look, you cannot control sports games like completely, right? No. But you can manipulate them absolutely. as much as possible. Yes. And I think the NFL wanted the Chiefs to win. They definitely did. They absolutely did because, and I even have this in my notes, NFL wanted Patrick Mahomes' Chiefs <laughs> to win because they want to establish a superstar. They want, I'm not saying necessarily the next Tom Brady, Listen. but they want, they have a 23-year-old Patrick Mahomes who is arguably the best quarterback in yeah. the league. And... They want to build a some, another guy who can be another Tom Brady mm-hmm. 15 years from Face now. Face the league. And the Niners don't have one of those players. I mean, Kittle, the not the NFL loves Kittle, but he quarterbacks aren't the face of the league. Tight end, no, tight ends aren't stars. Tight ends, quarterbacks are the only players that are usually the face of the league is what yeah. I have to say. So uh, while they can't control everything, they can manipulate the games, and they wanted the Chiefs to win. I don't know if they manipulate games. I've had these same thoughts about the NBA where officials certainly just have a bias in their head for what the company, their their company meant. But I still, look, I love the NFL, and trust me, you guys know I love my fantasy football, so I love the NFL. And I'm only calling it the stupid bowl because I'm mad the Niners lost, not because I'm mad at the NFL. I just, I do think the NFL is very, very happy that oh, yeah. Patrick Mahomes listen, and the Chiefs won. Listen, to quote a, a TV character that we're going to be talking about in a few minutes, uh, the great Tony Soprano, we're, we're running a business here. You yeah, know? exactly. And that's exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> um, well, speaking of businesses, what was your favorite trailers of the Super Bowl? Mm. Um, maybe favorite just regular trailer or favorite um, ad, like just for a product or favorite movie trailer? I loved Loved that Chris Evans, Rachel Dratch, uh, oh, John Trusinski, the Smack Pack. That was hilarious. And Smack I, Pack. I was thinking about it, but I found yes. out later. I was like, they have to all be from Boston, they right? They are. And they all yeah, are. I know, Evans, I know Evans and Krasinski both are. Uh, I want to see them in a movie together. Yeah. 
Like, I know, right? Something. <laughs> but I think I think they are buddies. I think they've known each and other for a long time. He was in the running to play Captain America. Yes, as well. that's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he was. He was uh, gonna do it. From what I understand, he was that close. But and um, hopefully, he's gonna be Mr. Fantastic. David Ortiz. Is like, yeah, that's been. Well, I saw the stuff. I saw his his post he about that. About it. Yeah, he but said, that's been going on for a few he years. Said, I would love to be in the Marvel yeah. Cinematic Universe. Um, if you're considering me, please keep considering yeah, sure. me. Yeah, and get Emily Blunt to be uh like I know Sue Storm. That's like fan casting, but like sometimes it just has to be. Sometimes like, I know. Right? I would love. There's no reason not to do and this. The thing is, there is like it or not, there is a negative. Um, like there's a negativity around the Fantastic Four. Obviously, yeah. For for casual movie, it, it's fans. it's earned. If they cast them. That'll almost it's instantly. Be a clean slate. All right, show me what you right. got. Basically, right, yeah. right, and then plus just having that Marvel Studios banner on it alone would. But yeah, you're right. You cast yeah. them, and they're gonna have other characters in the MCU in the movie, right? For sure, because they do that in every movie. They, Captain Marvel, like, yeah. you really think Captain Marvel makes a billion dollars if Sam Jackson and oh, no. Coulson aren't yeah, in no, the movie? Yeah, absolutely. No way. That and it, it would make a lot. It would have, but like. But, just, it's not about those characters specifically. It's about the connective tissue of the yeah. MCU. It's coming right They're before like, oh, Infinity it's in War. The same world as Endgame. Or not, I'm sorry, Endgame. Yeah, yeah. It's right. Yeah, it's so that that was a good the, the tie-in. But the no, that that um that trailer was that commercial was great. Love it. My favorite Love commercial it. commercial was the Jason Momoa one. That thing was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that I was didn't good. Know what I was watching. Right. And I thought I was saying it was actually overall I thought it was a weak. Um, Super Bowl for the ads, to be honest. Oh, yeah. Overall, there's some great ones. Six million dollars. I think people just but didn't want to. That Momoa one was <laughs> absolutely was hilarious, especially yeah. when he took off his hair at the end. That <laughs> yeah. was absolutely hilarious. Yeah, you get Lisa Bonet in there at the end too. That was crazy. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, that was that was a good one. That was a good one. Uh, yeah. And uh, the Bill Murray, uh, the Groundhog oh, that Day. Was good, yeah. Which was I didn't even occur to me that it was Groundhog Day until like, till, oh today is Groundhog Day. That's right. Like <laughs> that was. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was. It was February second. Uh, yeah, wow. exactly. I didn't even think about that either. <laughs> That's what I said. I did the same thing. I went, oh, oh, today is Groundhog Day. <laughs> so that was well planned. So, uh, but yeah, the movie stuff. You know, Quiet Place trailer was really good, and of course, obviously the Marvel. Uh, yeah, we can talk about that. Um, the Marvel not stuff. much in it, but our first look at a lot of those. Yeah. Um, I, I thought it looked good. It was a good uh, tease. Mm-hmm. Um, WandaVision. When they first announced WandaVision, I was like. What? Because <laughs> just to, the, I well, like the, the title's title, ridiculous. But also, and I love Scarlet Witch, and I love yeah. her portrayal of Scarlet Witch, um, Elizabeth Olsen. But I just was like, okay, another you're bringing back another character that you killed was my problem, and the title, which titles of movies, man, I are titles of movies and shows. Like the thing is, like with long, Birds of Prey, it sounds I like Long Division, the Birds of Prey title. Oh, of and the, the movie. The, what is it? And the the fantab- the emancipation of the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Like, yeah. It's ridiculous. Like you have to you, it's already ridiculous and you have to add the one and of one Harley oh, Quinn. Yeah. Um it should have been called Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey, which would have made a lot more sense, especially after you see the movie, but yeah. talk about that later. But um yeah, but the WandaVision stuff was the most eye opening to me. I thought it looks very fascinating. It does. Me. It does. Uh, Brian and I talked about it on uh, the latest episode of Nerd Nation, so you can yes. see that. If you want to go uh, check that out on Apocalypse, on Apocalypse movies. movies. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, that one. That it's we we have no idea what's going on. Uh, you have seen all these di- different decades, different eras of television that uh, I mentioned on <coughs> on Nerd Nation that uh, I had heard that maybe that's a situation that they're trapped in. 
maybe or she she but not necessarily that's in her head but they're actually she was trying to bring vision back yeah and that happened somehow you know yeah with her growing up in this weird eastern european country they probably watched all those shows they probably get oh, the, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. their american tv they like, show all these sitcoms the perfect life and she mimicked it based off those sitcoms yeah she yeah. probably grew up watching yeah so makes sense and and is, is this the one that uh the character from captain marvel is supposed to be in yes the daughter um, uh yeah rambo yeah monica maria uh one of those two Ryan, one of the the mom one is it is monica mm-hmm. and it's okay okay right our oh, producer and our our land landlord Brian Atlasino letting yes. us record at his house. Yes, shout the, out Brian uh, Studios. Yes, Atlasino Studios. Atlasino <laughs> Studios. He's the other B, by the way. That's the third yeah. B on our, on our show today. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, but I love the fascinating. Uh, yeah. The Falcon and Winter Soldier one is that's that's basically more more Winter Soldier. Uh, like eight episodes of the Winter Soldier, which is without Captain America, without or Captain America, Black Widow in it. But yeah. hey, that's basically what it is. I mean, you hate Winter Soldier, so oh my goodness, I don't know how you feel about this 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 oh series coming God. up, but that no, <laughs> I love Winter Soldier. I just don't, you know, I'm not um, in a fantasy and things. Not it's the even best on your. It wasn't even on your list. Was it on your list for what? Our top for the for the comic book movies of the decade. Uh, it wasn't, but that's the thing. Like there was like. Eight movies that yeah, right. were on my list that I love. You know, where would you if you could extend oh, it past it was ten? Like Twelve. Oh, okay, it was twelve, and yeah. we're talking about our top ten comic movies of the decade that right. we did um, on Apocalypse. Uh, but yeah, it was like number twelve, so it's not far off. No, I, I just like it's a great movie. I just you know, I I guess I lean more towards like uh, the the larger stories. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. That's a big story. But that's but that's weird because like I love Ant Man. I Ant Man. Yeah. I had Ant Man ranked very high so mm. it just depends yeah, you did, on my you? taste yeah. and, and like i said i love that movie like scarlett johansson is amazing so good that's yeah if I, so, well i'm excited for black widow of course and the action cause... in that movie is like probably it's probably the best hand-to-hand combat action in any yes. superhero movie like i completely agree real gritty stuff you yeah. know like not like you could say the action in endgame is better sure for fantasy epic stuff you yeah know? Right. but if you're but just actual real world uh yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah. like said hand-to-hand stuff yeah i completely i but think no, we got the guys de- from the raid on yeah that, we're so. definitely super excited for all three of those shows and i yeah. loki is my dude <laughs> i look i hate the fake deaths in marvel but this yeah. is not a fake death it's oh no, it, it's he, not they went back in time and he yeah. grabbed them and that's he's not in that same reality right. so that's fine and i i'm so happy because i thought his death was great not yet he that might, was a death yeah. a great death yeah and we get to see him again so i'm totally exactly um so let's let's move on here um and this you know in this fast world that we live in a lot of people aren't thinking about this anymore or talking about it anymore but i definitely am yeah. and that is the death of kobe bryant as you can see i'm wearing a lakers shirt right now we talked about this a lot i did my own video i did we talked about it on apocalypse now just those words we were, just you I saying know, that i can still I can right, like just... and the more time goes on you kind of get away from it a little bit yeah. but like somebody says it again you see another headline on your phone it's tough and uh but if you watched our episode of, of Apocalypse Now, you could tell Keith and I could have talked about that for another hour straight. Yep. Um, if you didn't see those videos, just real quick, I'm a Lakers fan, grew up watching Kobe. He was one of my hero, childhood heroes, one of like maybe four celebrities that I just like, like he's on my 
Mount Rushmore of celebrity influences. Yeah. He he really was. Um probably the same year for me. And and those I hate when people say those that and then they don't tell you what the other three are, so I'm just gonna tell people who they are. Cause I happened so many times, like I I can't think of other examples other than the Mount Rushmore thing, but they're like, you know, Steven Spielberg's on my Mount Rushmore of directors and they don't say the other three. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, right. So my, my other two are um Leonardo DiCaprio, um, Little Wayne, and Eminem. So the, those are my four. Oh, yeah. That's my Mount Rushmore of celebrities. Um, like if you can just meet them and talk to sit down yeah. and talk to them in a coffee shop for an hour, those would be my top four yeah. to choose. Let, who, who are yours? Uh, oh man, see, it's tough. Uh, I would say Kobe. I mean, and... and the thing is, you're not even a Lakers fan, but. Hearing oh, yeah. your story about yeah. how you grew up watching him, yeah. like I believe you, because some people might be like, "Oh, you're just saying that because he passed away." Yeah. But no. hearing your story he's... about how you watched him since, because you guys were almost, you guys were basically the same age. He's six months older than me, and I believe you when you say that. His you rookie, like I said, his rookie year in the NBA was my senior year of high school. Yeah, so I watched his whole career and life. You know, and it's rare that I would. I found it odd because because he's my age yeah. that I would look up to somebody that's my age. But but I think no matter what, you know, we look up to celebrities and and, and just uh, yeah, exactly. You know, icons and influences. You, know? you could just tell he was different. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I don't know how to describe it. Just well, you know, from watching him, you could yeah, obviously he turned <laughs> turned out that way. But you could tell back then, like there's something yeah different about him. It was such a. Uh, it was a huge deal for a player to be coming out of high school like that, like especially at, at, at his position. Always, um, you know, post players. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, up until the point, it only it just been Kevin Garnett the year before. Oh, was it? Was he was the the, only... Kevin Garnett was the first one in like okay. twenty years. Well, when I just look at the overall scope, it, it was. There's um, been so many since then, so but it's... they were all like Dwight Howard. I only, I only think of post players, you know. Yeah. And then even LeBron is not necessarily a he's he was not a shooter, you know, like he's not no. A, I don't know. Maybe he's so big and wide, but, but, but even he, by the time you like got to LeBron, LeBron, reminds me more of like a power forward or a center yeah. more than he does a shooting guard. Yeah, you know, and, and especially when he first a, came out. Right, right, yeah. right, right, right. It's still because so big and strong, and but even by the time you got to LeBron, you had a waves of high school players coming to the NBA. Like '95, uh, Kevin Garnett was the first since like the '70s, and, and only the second ever. And then Kobe Bryant was next. It was Kobe Bryant and Jermaine O'Neal. There was the only two in that draft. And then the next year it was just Tracy McGrady, so that was it was very rare. Like it didn't happen. Dude, Tracy McGrady's uh, monster. Video. I know. Oh, he oh, oh, that killed me because they were that so was tight. The most tri- like the yeah. most devastating one I watched. Shaq's was his and Shaq's too. were yeah. And you could tell Shaq is destroyed. Never seen Shaq cry. That Shaq was, is destroyed. By yeah, this. yeah, he is. He is, and uh, it was and really sweet because he their their rocky relationship makes it even sure. more touching. Yeah, you know. Uh, and he yeah. texted his son just that morning, like which is uh, his son Sharif. Uh, yeah. Kobe had just texted him because uh, he had announced that he was going to transfer from UCLA and just wanted some advice. And Kobe said, "Yeah, just hit me up. I'll message me later. We'll talk." But um, yeah, man. So even after, even though I, I as he went on, I had graduated high school, but I was still playing basketball in like rec leagues and stuff, and I would just trying to. <laughs> model a lot of the way I play after him. I'm not a scorer. If you just a quick basketball thing, like when I play the game, I'm not a scorer. I'm more of a passer kind of guy. So you're not uh, a shooter like Mark Ellis, right? 
<laughs> not at all. Not at all. I wish I could. Somebody back home Inside has. Joke, Keith played against Mark Ellis. Played basketball against Mark yeah, Ellis and in high school. And they talked about it at the Smokedown Awards. <laughs> yeah. And I, I bet I could find video. You and Ellis are nearly the same age. Yeah. I'm a year ahead of him. I've seen some of the stuff. He wasn't a Lakers fan, but he, yeah. by some of the stuff that he's posted, he heavily admired Kobe too, because mm -hmm. can imagine being that age. Yeah. And like this person is the same age as you, right. and they're doing this great thing. You exactly, know exactly, exactly. Yeah. Like I, I mentioned, McGrady. Like I'm, I'm a month older than him. Oh <laughs> wow! Know? We yeah. were actually a quick side note. Uh, we were supposed to play against his team, and he, he went to a school called Mount Zion Academy in North Carolina, and we were supposed to play against them. And our coach canceled it probably about a week. The week before, because they would have destroyed us. Really? Because <laughs> they, had, yeah, yeah, I they mean, were. Because they traveled nationally. Yeah. And uh, they had played another school Still been cool down street from us, yeah. but uh, yeah, that would have been a bloodbath. He coach was like, "No, we can't play them because <laughs> they'll kill us." They had like nine guys that went on to play Division One, oh, <laughs> so goodness. that would have yeah. been awful. But uh, no, back to Kobe though. Yeah, just for what's gotten me again that I can't get over is well first of all just like you said just hearing those words he seems like this super man that you can't believe the words are even you know i saw a people magazine on last night in the cover and kobe bryant 1978 to 2020 and i'm just like i can't even Doesn't i can't believe that they even have they have that billboard on the freeway that changes yes um and they have him up there too and yeah with the like, dates on it i'm just, I just driving like not even thinking about it at the moment and i see it uh, like, i know oh, i know but my god you know, being a dad, it just, man, to lose, I'm just like, as bad as it is for to lose him, of course, but mm -hmm. gosh, I was just today, like, why, why did it, gosh, why does she have to be on there too? Why, why, why did it have to be her too, man? I just, that just destroys me that just 13 years old, man, just 13 year old girl. I have a 13 year old daughter. I have two teenage daughters. Um. I can't even. I would just and want to cease to exist. When, <laughs> if. when these things happen, I always think about the immediate family yes. and what they're going through. Oh, oh right. so man. Uh, the thing is, if just Kobe passed away, I would still be thinking about the immediate family and right. how much they'd be going through. Can you imagine <sighs> losing a sibling or a daughter? Your, your as little well? sister. Little sister. And your, and your daughter. Sister, for daughter, Vanessa, losing her daughter. Like dad, and then grow, waking up in the morning and realizing it, my dad's dead and my sister's dead, yeah. and it's just it's unfathomable. You look at her; she's not in her room. Yeah, her like, stuff's all where she I left it, and you, I she's not coming back. The house that they were living in, I, like, couldn't, I couldn't. Yeah, yeah, couldn't deal with it. I couldn't deal with it. Just imagine, just being a fan on the outside. I can't deal with it. So yeah. I can imagine. No, that's the thing for Ugh. me. It's like I straight up, like I'm, I'm slowly starting to feel better, but that's not because it's. It's just time. It's just time, right? Yeah. But like, I was devastated. Me too. I shed tears. Oh, I cried. Yeah. I shed tears. I cried, audibly I, cried. I was just a fan. Can you yeah. imagine all these basketball players who knew him, knew him. And looked up to him? I know. And they, they met up with him. He used to train players. I don't know if it was at his house, but he used to yeah. train players at his house, have them meet him at 5 a.m. Mm -hmm. and says, if you if you want to come by and work out, I'll be up at 5 a.m. Uh, Jason Tatum. The yep. credits and he was working out with him and he like, was one. imagine like they have a appointment next week to just hang out and and shoot around yeah and it's like yeah gone he was a type i watched an old video of him uh, uh from when he was 17 and uh, uh, this, uh, this uh 
uh, essay that he had to do, uh, a speech that he had given some class when he was in high school. And he just talked about like growing up in Italy um, for know, eight years or so. And then when he came back to America after his father retired, um, he kind of struggled speaking English. And so he didn't get invited to hang out or anything. Oh, wow. So he would just stay in and play basketball. He would go to his little, to the little gym or wherever and, and work out at his house. And that clearly, that, that carried over all the way yeah. through. I remember him uh, watching him on a, there's an old M- show on MTV called diary where they used to follow around someone of celebrity or whatever. And I remember seeing him on there and, uh, he talked about that. He's like, yeah, it, it was a Friday night. He was in his house and chilling in his living room watching game film. <laughs> you know, he's like, yeah, no, I know all my other peers right now are out at the club right now. He said, I'm, I'm sitting here, I'm watching game film. And said, and in a few hours, around midnight, I'm going to go work out and I'm going to get up at about four o'clock and go work out again in the morning. Like that's, he was, he was a maniac. That's, he was a, like, that's the thing for me. It's like, I've always been fascinated with that because yeah. as much as I could try, I could never be that person. Those people are not they're I could never him, be that person. Tiger Woods, Jordan. And I wish I, I wish I could, but I yeah, just can't. You can't know that their, their brains are different. They're not like the rest of us. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what made him so great, you know, and uh, I don't know if you want to get into any of the negative stuff. Obviously, we had some allegations uh, or well, an allegation that uh, he I want to say he admitted. I mean, yeah, he did. I mean, it's I was a kid when all that happened and I it's just we, we don't know. And that's the thing. It's that's like, the thing. And I don't want to go, we don't go too far it. into you. Exactly. Just like favor either side. No. No, because it's totally. not fair either no. way, not knowing. Right, but exactly. It's always going to be. Which a lot of people are doing, which makes me mad. Oh, absolutely. Calling it's, him a serial rapist. He's not a serial. What are you talking about? Serial rapist. I see that a lot on, like, you can't. There was never anything else that came No. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It was just that one. Yeah. And now, granted, I, I wouldn't say it. I'm sure it's not the first time he cheated on his wife. Oh, all right. So <laughs> but. The thing. The, look. Being a rapist and cheating, cheating on your wife completely different things, right? Like exactly, completely. People different. were calling him serial rapist. I'm like, you can't honestly, say that. Like, I don't think. Look, it's a terrible, absolutely terrible thing yeah. to cheat on a spouse. Yes, but I don't think it makes you a terrible person for the rest of your life. Right, you can't come back from and redeem yourself. Other thing, maybe, but I don't know. I just, I don't yeah. get into it too much. Yeah, you know, totally, totally. The only thing yeah. I would say, I, re- I first of all, I remember being so I was very disappointed in him. Yeah. Not because whether it's guilty or not, but just for putting himself in that position. You know, he was supposed to just be there getting knee surgery. And, you know, you can look at it as an example of just, you know, an athlete used to getting what he wants and he just, the encounter, he admitted in his statement that he said, look, the encounter, I thought it was this. And for and her, she didn't for see her, it, it wasn't. Yeah. And so, so that whatever, but either way, whatever you think of it, uh, he clearly, I, and I mentioned this on now last week, like he put everything in that same dedication that he had to his game, he put it into making himself a better person. And it was evident if you watch, watch how he grew from then on, he was just into being a better person, better husband, and eventually a better father. I mean, he put in the work, people, as you mentioned, people can change and evolve and get better and like he i guarantee you whether or not it whether or not it was the first time he ever cheated on his wife whatever i bet you he never did it again ever you know i actually heard a story that um he was in a restaurant here in sacramento they were playing uh, the kings and uh 
he he sat into the VIP area by him and maybe like three three uh, other people. They asked for a male waiter and said, "Don't let any no one over wow. no female is of any kind in this section at all." <laughs> wow. I bet you he did that in every no, and, city. And like you said, he probably applied his same work work ethic that he puts in life and basketball yeah. to like not cheating on his wife. Uh, absolutely. Exactly. And he, if he's, you can see it. And he had that mentally strong. Right. He's probably able to do it. Because, exactly. Because lust is probably the most powerful thing on yes. this planet yes. earth. Yeah. And to be able to restrain yourself from that, especially when you're a celebrity who can essentially have anyone Just you walk want. out the door and yeah, so it's, it's yeah. That's why, you don't, that's why you don't get married. See, if I was a pro athlete in that position, Derek Jeter did it right. Didn't get married till he retired. You know, that's that's the way to I do it. I always think about that. I'm like, why is every single athlete married? I know. Like, like, almost, I'm like, what are you Especially doing? so young, you know, the people. I, yeah. Maybe so, so they don't get in trouble, but. It seems to cause more trouble than. Yeah, maybe. So, but yeah, you know, God bless his family, all the other families, of course, as well. Um, I, man, two, two, a mom and a dad and daughter on there. Yeah. Left behind two siblings. Oh, all the which families. Because we didn't know who was on the helicopter when they finally yeah. reported it because everything else was speculation. And when they finally reported it, it was devastating. Because it was. Like, and I, I am a very imaginary, like I use my imagination a lot and I'm just, I'm picturing all of them yeah. on a helicopter together and it's yeah. terrible. Well, as a supposedly, you know, I don't know how true this is, the police are saying that he was hugging her. Uh, he was hugging Gianna uh, when they found him. So, oh my goodness, yeah. no way. Yeah. So, Dude, that's, it's just, but man. you know, listen, he died being trying to, trying to, you know, take care of his little girl. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's awful, man. And honestly, like I, I'll never be over it. I could talk about it forever. Yeah. But you know, um, I like I said on on now, like I'm I'm literally. Like changing my mentality, my work ethic as much as I possibly can, because I'll never be that Toby Kobe type person. Right. But I can be like as much as it as I can try to be. Right. You know. I got his book. You know, I mentioned too. I got uh, my son Kevin. I got him. Uh, he's my oldest. Uh, he's fifteen. I got him. I got him the book, the Mama Mentality book for Christmas last year, and the jump he's made as a basketball player has been remarkable. I remember uh, this was like two months ago or something. You guys came over to record. He was reading he was it. in the corner reading that book. Yep. 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 I mean, he was, I mentioned too, obviously when that news came, yeah. he was beside himself. Especially when you're reading something from somebody, you're like in their mind. You're, yes. You're, you're in their head and you're hearing what they're saying, what yeah. their thoughts are. And you're, you're using that mm -hmm. to influence you. And then he's like, he's dead. <laughs> the night before we were yeah. just talking about him because LeBron James had passed him oh, I know. on the that, scoring list. It's such a crazy story. Uh, it, isn't Everything. it? Isn't Everything. Isn't it? Uh, yeah, I just... yeah. But real quick, do you have oh, any yeah. favorite on-court Kobe moments? Oh yeah, totally. You totally. You know the biggest one? Uh, I'll tell you what, uh, the 19... Okay, no. Before that, uh, his is a preseason game in his rookie year. There's a highlight. You can find it easily. They're playing the, Bull or the Wizards. They're, I grew up there with the Bullets. But... um. They're playing the Wizards at, it was in Las Vegas. They're playing at UNLV at the Thomson Mack Center. And he just did this cross, did full Iverson crossover on somebody, took one step in the lane and dunked on Ben Wallace. And uh, that, I thought it was the greatest thing I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. So his second year, he still wasn't starting yet, which is bizarre. Um, he was still coming off the bench, but uh, he was scoring maybe like 17 points a game. But he made the all-star team. 
And that 98 All-Star game was awesome. Uh, uh, he started. He was one of the, I think the youngest player to ever start, I think, maybe, uh, in the All-Star game, uh, probably to this day. Uh, and he had some great highlights in that game. Uh, it, was, it was awesome because we thought, we thought that it was going to be Michael Jordan's last All-Star game uh, until he obviously came back with the Wizards. But, um, yeah, there's that. Uh, them winning their first title was cool against Indiana. Because uh, I remember, I remember him spraining his ankle in that series. And he fell on uh, Jalen Rose's foot, and it looked bad. It really looked bad. Mm-hmm. I think he missed Game Three or Four, one of those. Uh, so for, for them to come back and win that series after everything they they had gone through, getting swept by Utah and all the air balls his rookie year, which I, I remember that as well. Uh, but other than that, man, yeah, this. Uh, Oh, man, there's so much. There's so much. There's tons yeah. of videos and out the there. The thing is, like, even though I'm a Lakers fan, I was a child for most of it. Yeah. And so you have such oh, yeah. more vivid memories than I do. Yeah. So more vivid memories than I do. But I see, like, I was. I remember watching those the the three peat mm-hmm. in the early 2000s. I remember watching them when my dad was watching them. But I was more aware of what was going on during the um the the two um in the in the, the two Gasol, uh, yeah the 20 teams the, yeah the yeah. Pavasol, Lamar Odom and right. Bynum uh Trevor Ariza I think Derek Runner, Fisher was still test there he too. came back Runner, uh, Derek Fisher came back yeah. um and I just rem- I forget what series it was um but there was a game where he he um he shot it he made a shot um, they were inbound. He stole the ball, made a shot, yeah. and did it again. He yeah. did it two times in a row, <laughs> kind of like the Reggie Miller thing that uh, his infamous his infamous game. But um, and then I do. There's I remember the Western Conference Finals against the Nuggets. Went to Game Seven. Yes, I think that, that was, was a good the, series. The year they beat the Magic. That was yeah. Melo was killing it yeah. that year, and I thought they were gonna win. I was like, mm-hmm. back up, Melo. Like you're gonna take this yeah. title away from us. And then. Um, Probably my favorite memory is watching them beat the Celtics in Game 7. That was great. That following year. And Meta World Peace yeah. stepping up and making those yes. clutch plays to win that game. Um, and all led by Kobe, you know. Mm-hmm. So so those are some great things. And, man, I'm sure we can have a Kobe segment on this show. If we oh, want, yeah. But we'll, we'll talk about him more. We'll, in, we'll in do it later, yeah. Because I'm, I'm not over it. Never will be. Same. And, um, yeah, so, so that's fine. Um, well, the time has come, Keith. Time has Finally. come. The Sopranos. Yes. Wow. This this is crazy because you kind of you didn't challenge me to watch it, but you had been recommending that I watch it for so long, yes. and I I wanted to, and I bought HBO just or I subscribed to HBO just to watch The Sopranos, and I you know it's weird when you have such an idea in your head it's such an iconic series and yeah. a lot of people love it but it's also a mob story which is not for everyone and I, I love mob movies like yeah. I, I love Goodfellas and, and Casino and everything yeah um, growing up that's weird to say that growing up watching those movies <laughs> but I, I, I was and uh, so I, I do like mob stories and I, I, I wasn't sure what, if I was gonna love it you mm. know but I'll tell you right now, I absolutely love it. Good. It's, I was obsessed. I I don't remember the last. Well, okay, Game of Thrones was like a thing where I was obsessed with, but that it was kind of different. I guess I don't know. It was yeah. it's more modern, and it was I was watching it week to week, mm-hmm. things like that. Um, but I would have to go back to Breaking Bad when, as far as like something I was binging, where I was just absolutely over the moon obsessed with, and mm-hmm. this is. 
like this i had that feeling with the sopranos and i didn't nice. want it to be over i know like i know i was so upset yes. like just knowing like watching the last seasons and knowing that the end was approaching yeah and um there's so many things i love about it. i mean i you know tony soprano might be the greatest television character of all time um I, and i would I wouldn't argue against that. Yeah. I, I might even say it myself. Yeah. Um, it's it's definitely the case, and I know a lot of people feel that way. Um, there's so many great things to take away from it, um, but I love his therapy sessions, mm. the psychological aspect, and his his dreams and his nightmares and his paranoia and how that played into him psychologically. And it was like, what does a man like this go through in his head? And he never. He had good intentions as a human, but mm. no, he he did. He had good, he he never thought he was the bad guy. Of course not. But he's a bad guy. He's a terrible he's, he's person. He's a villain. <laughs> yes. He's a villain. But I'm saying like when you and that's why I love the psychological psychological angle because he really didn't believe he was bad. Yeah. And he thought the things that he did were okay. Mm. And whether that was murdering people or cheating on his wife he thought it was okay because this is the world i grew up in i'm a right. soldier those type of things and he's, he's even said that or i deserve it or what's the whatever. psychiatrist name again dr melfi i love that character lorraine so brockwell much. yes and so when i was a kid i used to watch this like not not like every episode but i would see it on when my parents were watching it mm. and like i thought this whole time he was banging the psychiatrist yeah and so the whole time I watch this, I'm like, when are they going to hook up? When are yeah. they going to hook up? And no. there is a dream sequence by her where they're having sex. Mm -hmm. So maybe I saw that when I was a kid and I was like, oh, yeah, they, they hooked up. <laughs> but I never, like, I was, like, surprised to see that they never actually did. No. And part of her wanted to. Obviously, she was dreaming about it. Um, and it was also, it was more of, like, a, like she wants the bad boy type thing. Like, she wants what she, she knows she shouldn't have. Sort of, yeah. Type thing. Yeah. Um. But he courted her so hard. Oh, yeah. I never. But he always just wants what he can have. Once he had her, he would have just been over her. He just was a quickly, typical. But yeah, he courted her so hard. Yeah, and it was crazy. Um, if Brian ever planned to watch The Sopranos, we're spoiling the shit out of it. Yeah, we've been talking about we talked about you for thirty minutes, Brian. You don't you didn't hear that. <laughs> Did our, um, you missed our Brian segment. Yeah. What the heck? Um, <laughs> no, but I just I want to revisit this show again. Same here. Once, like it's I want to wait a little bit. I just watched it, so yeah. I want to wait. But it's such a great show. Like, and it's so it pulls you in because I was watching it, and then my brother would come over and see me watching it, and he's like, "I have to watch this." And he got obsessed, and he loves it. It's one mm -hmm. of his favorite shows yep. of all time now. And it's like, yeah, that that's a timeless show that has an effect on people like that. It's and, heartwarming. Heartwarming um, to hear. It is. And the thing is with with Tony, it's like, you know, and you're you're 100 convinced that he's a bad person, and I am too. But I'm like. I'm kind of sympathetic. You find him. yourself rooting for him. I do. And which is a credit to James Gandolfini in a way he so played him. So it's like he is, I mean, and they, they do this intentionally. He is charming and he yes. is very charismatic. Yes. And, but that, you know, people say the same thing about Loki in the MCU and he murdered yeah. 
tons of people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I uh, I did sympathize for him a lot of times, but overall, I was like, it's all your fault. Yeah, like you you deserve everything that's happening because of all the things that. All the things that happened to you aren't worse than all the things you did to people. Everything, exactly. Yeah. So, oh, everyone on that show. Just, I listen, as sympathetic as you could be to Carmilla and everything she oh, was oh. dealing with, with just being married to him. She was a. She wasn't a, a, a saint. No, she was not a saint. Uh, she was addicted to, uh, and just used to that life, the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And so she could oh, have left she Tony. She could have, she could have she left him. She uses that power to her advantage. Yes, she does. She does. And she could have left him at any time. Uh, he obviously made it so that they couldn't get divorced. I don't know if you remember, remember mm-hmm. that, but threatening all the all lawyers, the lawyers in the area, well, <laughs> threatening all the lawyers, they see him. Yeah. They can't once see they her, see that it's him. Right. They can't, exactly. Uh, yeah. Cause yeah, by yeah. law they can't. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but all he has to do is have a meeting with them and then they can't work with her. Exactly. 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 And she, she wanted her cut, you know, and I know we got it. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> oh, she yeah. wanted her. No, 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 I was just checking the time. Okay. But, uh, but no, we're good. We're good. She could have left, but well, yeah, she could have just upped and left him any time. If it was really, she was really that about her convictions and her, oh, yeah, her, her religious convictions that she, she had, never but she didn't ultimately did. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, so, uh, man, it's Christopher, uh, so uh, what a yeah, mess. So what, yeah, what do you got? Things I wanted to talk about. Um, well, back on how Tony was um, like a good person and stuff, or how I thought there were redeeming elements about him being mm. trying to be a good person and think mm-hmm. he's a good person. Um, There's also like racism was a, a yes. strong theme in this show, yeah, and especially like his and the Italians' racism towards black people. Mm-hmm. And there's it's like a whole thing, and it's like, but you're. You're discriminated against for being Italian from just from other Americans, but and then you're discriminating against African Americans. It's like you don't see that. And then like the thing with um with his daughter dating um she's her first boyfriend in college right. was like a light skinned black guy. Yeah. Um so that there's good. that always stood out to me is like but then hmm. like um that cop pulls him over and he gets him fired, but then he starts like feeling bad for being racist. Right. And then he tries to go like be sympathetic towards him and become friends with him and stuff. And it's just those type. Of, that's the type of thing I'm talking about. Like, why did he feel the need to go? Like, why did he feel bad for doing that? I mean, because he's a human being, he should. Yeah. But like those type of things. And then um, I also have Christopher. Like, other than Tony, Christopher was like, and I connected with Christopher more because he's closer to my age. Mm. So like, he's a young man. Like trying to make it in this world and I love how he was like wanted to be a screenwriter and all those things. The John Favreau that episode John Favreau is one of my favorite episode of the series. So that is a great episode. The redhead woman in that episode yeah. is like one of the most gorgeous women yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That, I don't remember who the actress was, but she was only in that like a couple episodes. Yeah. And it was his cousin's girlfriend. Yeah. Which, yeah. Man, there's no boundaries in it with no. these people, man. No, they're all there's terrible. No, they're all terrible. And even Tony wanted to sleep with um Adriana Christopher's yeah that almost yeah they they got pretty close uh that whole thing that whole storyline was incredible oh. the way the FBI got to her oh my dude, and I, that those scenes where she feels sick made me feel sick yeah. I had like a knot in my stomach watching those scenes yeah 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 you and genuinely did you so did you think maybe we should go through at some point uh maybe take a couple of go through each season and uh but yeah. that because there's a lot there's so much going on but we uh could just do like a 
like the, the whole thing on the Sopranos. Do yeah, I sure. I'm not saying do But a Sopranos uh, podcast where we're, we watch each episode together. Yeah, and then we'll talk about because they do people do that. There is one Sopranos show. It's really good. Yeah, there's a Sopranos one. It's really good. Let's we should do, do ours. Yeah, I, that's the thing. Like I, I, would I like to show up to a podcast about it. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be all for rare. it. You know, like you don't. We wouldn't can't do that with a lot of shows. No, not at all. Not at all. Uh, but, but the the. I don't want to say resolution, but the what happens with Christopher? Um, Boy, his demise. That was just. And I that's, couldn't believe that at that point. That's where I was. I it, it was already happening, but I was like, Tony, you're the worst. But, but <laughs> oh, he deserved. You understood it. why he did it though. Absolutely, because he was. So, he was all right. The way the the shot is is like they get in the car accident, mm-hmm. and then he's obviously on drugs, right? Yes. And then, and this is an ongoing thing. Like, and, and also at this point, Christopher was a full. He was a menace. Just a menace. Yeah, he he, he had to. And so, Christopher has a child and a wife. Yeah. And Tony, they're in the car, and he looks back at the car seat, and he's like, "What if the baby was in this car?" And in Tony's mind, he's saving his family. Yeah. In the for potential danger, right? Going forward, but still. Even but, though you think that that's the right thing, you still don't but he's, murder your nephew. But he's also getting rid of this problem. Oh, because it's, it's a, problem a threat to him. For him. Well, also, yes. and that's the thing where we're talking about the duality of him being a bad person and yeah. him maybe being a good person. It's like, yeah. if you look at it from he was protecting Christopher's family angle, yeah. or if you look at it from he knows Christopher's a threat to him, he's going to snitch on him, he's like he's a very weak-minded person at this yes. point. So there's both of those, you know, or or just he'll just he'll cost him. He'll cause something to happen with one of the other families. Oh, yeah, and yeah, it was yeah, just yeah. something he's gonna cause trouble for him. It's Either like cause trouble with other gangsters, right. or Rat on him, or with the yeah, or so. kill his family. It's just all around. He, yes, yeah, it was so. a problem for Tony. So and there's a lot of that with Tony, uh, and immensely complicated character uh there's an interesting thing and we'll get to maybe i'll we'll lead into the finale i mean we can jump around a little bit but um when melfi essentially fires him in the second to last episode i think it was uh which drew a lot of criticism i remember at the time like therapists wouldn't do that you know because you're you're supposed to you're not supposed to get rid of them they're supposed to you know get rid of you like your patient's supposed to end it you know I didn't want her to do that, but I understood why she was doing it. Oh, totally. It. Yeah. But it's just, it was, it was interesting uh, that she did that because, um, it, obviously, the way it was written. But, um, I mean, she's been treating him all these years. She knows, she knew what he was. So none of this was new. But yeah, she was and reading she that. She was the one who constantly left her as a patient. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. uh, but it showed her, she was reading that thing that uh, it was an article or something about therapy for oh, yeah, and it was yeah, fully yeah, describing yeah. everything that exactly she was like oh this is this is this guy and she came to the realization that like this therapy whatever help she's giving him is actually helping him to be a worse person enabling him making him think it's okay <laughs> yeah like yeah and making him think there's a reason there's a psychological reason why i'm like this so right it's fine right yeah Right, right, and, and, and any why, tools that she gave him, he was applying what, it to. And the thing is, you could have made this show without the psychological aspect, and it yeah. still would have been great. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. adding that into it, and oh, it was, I'm, it was I'm obsessed with. Psychology yeah, it was unique like in that, that sense. Yeah, it was very. Um, I always say like, if my full potential self, like if I was like, if I was more like Kobe, I would have became a psychiatrist. Mm. If I was able to work that hard, sure. I would have become a psychiatrist. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. 
I just I can't go to medical <laughs> school and all those things. Yeah, but, that'd be, so that'd that, be tough. I just so when I whenever there's like these type of things are even talking about Inside Out. That's why I love the movie mm. Inside Out so much because the psychological aspect of it. Yeah, I've always, always here. fascinated with those things. Yeah, I've, I've always been fascinated with human yeah. behavior and why do people do what they do, and it's same here. Um, one of my favorite episodes, which I think one of the best episodes of television ever, is oh. I can't remember what it's called, but it's the one where uh, Christopher and Polly get lost in the woods. Oh my goodness! Chasing that, after that Russian. Oh man, that, that is... episode was so hard to watch. Like just because I was like, I'm always like, man, this this sucks. Like I, <laughs> yeah. and we don't know what happened to that Russian. We never heard from him again. Oh really? There's a theory uh, that that he comes in the finale back at the end, <laughs> which I don't. But he was think didn't so. see Tony though ever right or. Yes. Would he have known that? I don't think so. Tony was. Yes, because Tony was supposed to. I can't remember. Tony yeah. was working with his uh, was it his cousin or his yeah. his old uh, whatever army buddy or whatever. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that that episode is literally it's one of the best episodes of television. Yeah, it's a great episode, ever, in my um, opinion. Man, so all right, we got to start brainstorming our Sopranos podcast. We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna watch the whole series, yeah, and like just honestly, do every episode each is one a, is a episode of the series yeah we should absolutely i'm podcast. dead serious we should do that it would take podcast. a while it would take a while we'll, we'll do it when we each have more time on our schedule what did you, what did you think of the the ending what so that's what think? i was gonna get to the okay fin- i even wrote on the notes that finale though okay um so i i was in and out of it i watched i jumped into sopranos i think in the second or third season and then i got out of it for a while and then i picked it back up i watched like the last I, uh four episodes and i hated it Really, I hated the okay. finale. A lot of people I, did. I, and the thing is, I all I, I was knew, watching it live when it happened. All I knew was that it was a controversial finale. It was, and I've heard that before about series, and I've been like, oh, that, that wasn't that bad. Like, what's the big deal? I, I understand because right away, hop on my phone, explaining the end ending of Sopranos, and I swear to you, I really thought my TV cut out. I, I really did, and I was like, yep. what? The yep. hell just happened? That's like, what... is it? I thought like something was wrong with HBO episode. Yeah, yeah. It's like yep. no, no. <laughs> That's what everyone did. Like, Same you know thing. That feeling. What I was just talking about. How like all right, you have six episodes left, and that feeling like no, it's gonna end. That was like that times a thousand mm-hmm. million. Like, no, it was just like that. It was just over. We have no. no idea. We don't know. And it's like we don't. Know. I don't know. Look, really, for me, I forget where I draw the line, but. The first, at least the f- more than the first half of the series, but like the early seasons, mm-hmm. and um, there's seven seasons, six. It's technically seven. They call it six A and six B, but like, it's, so it's technically seven, but it's six seasons. Uh, like seasons, like one through four, mm-hmm. are some of the best yes. television. It's probably the best television ever created. Yeah, but it starts to fell fall off, off a little bit, a yep. lot, and I'm like. What the hell is going yep, on? Yep, yep. And then it does pick up more though towards the end. Yes, it does pick up more towards. Oh, the when end. they're trying to do with when uh, Phil Leotardo takes over after yes. Johnny Sack dies, and uh, that stuff was that's when it starts. Yeah, it gets it gets going again. But uh, yeah, I completely agree. And you're saying stuff that <laughs> it's just yeah. funny to hear you say that because this is what so, ten years ago this was the talk or, so then or fifteen overall, years ago. If it's like when I'm you know comparing it to other series i'm like how you know if it's not perfect you know mm. there's definitely some down but that's the same for every series yeah but um but no dude i just like 
I will listen to an argument as to why the finale isn't total crap. And it's not that it's bad quality. It's not that the actual episode is bad quality. It's that the episode's great. The way it ends is bullshit. Mm. It's bullshit. A lot of people and have said for that. Me, and Geo knows this. I hate ambiguous endings. <laughs> yeah. I freaking hate ambiguous endings. Yeah. So like when you guys, neither of you have seen Birdman, huh? I never finished it. No, I've never seen okay. the whole thing. Well, whatever. Birdman has an ambiguous ending, hmm. and like Geo, Geo loves that movie. He was like his favorite. He was like he's obsessed with that movie, and especially the year it came out, and he won Michael Keaton to win the Oscar and all that stuff. Yeah. And. You know, I wouldn't have been mad if Michael Keaton won the Oscar, but I just thought Eddie Redmayne was better that year. But the movie, and I, Birdman's a great movie. The ending pissed me off. And mm. the, people say the same thing about Inception. Um, yeah. I don't feel so strongly about the Inception ending as I do like a Birdman, but Sopranos is like an ambiguous ending, and I hate that. But overall, love the series. Absolutely top three show of all time. Top three show of all time. It warms my heart. Hands warms down. Heart. I would say, uh, so that last scene, uh, from a filmmaking standpoint, is brilliant. I'll say that. The editing, the way it's edited is I, spectacular. I agree. I, I do because when, this, I, when I started reading about it and I started thinking about it, and I'm just like, okay, yes. Oh, it's the tension, the way the, it builds tension in a way, just like you said, and that's why it's so upsetting because you're, you're just like, something's going to happen, but just doesn't. And it's like, and Meadow just is like, Meadow walks in the door, the right? And almost gets hit by a car, and there's people, the guy in the members only and jacket. I agree with you that it does build that tension. Yes, and that's why I was like, what's going to happen? The song wait, playing, the Journey wait, song playing, it, and the TV cut out. Like, what's wrong? Like, what that's do you, what do you think happened? So that's the thing. There are podcasts, yes. novels, yes. articles, yep. like oh theories, you know, or, film theorists, and yes. like people that aren't even film critics like just out in the world of psychology and all these type of things it's like a thing yes i went down a, a rabbit yes. hole and <laughs> there's like debates it's yeah. like a whole thing it's and been talked about this is this was uh in 2007 this finale aired and it's been talked about ever since if i had to lean towards one theory it's that they had that dinner that night mm -hmm. and so tony soprano has to go on his whole life being paranoid like that mm -hmm. And always looking over his shoulder, yeah. not only for his own life, but for his wife, daughter, and son's life. And that's that's the theory that I subscribe to. So here's the thing: that's that's you. That's a good one. That's good. That's that's a that's a pretty prevailing one. Uh, you know, he's his one of his guys has flipped. You know, and he's he's made a deal with the feds, so he's going to be of this last season, and particularly this episode, really sets up a lot of stuff that they could have had another season. Because uh, there's a bunch of conflicts that it sets up where that, you know, he's going to be going to court. Uh, he's going to be facing trial. Um, Uncle Junior's pretty much gone by this point. His mind's pretty gone. Wait a minute. Uh, we did not talk about we didn't, Uncle did, We didn't get to Uncle Junior. Yeah. Uncle Junior is, you told me this yes. when I was in like season one. He is one of the greatest television characters Absolutely. of all time. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I just I just gotta say that. Yes, mm -hmm. yes, yeah. yeah. We, and his mother, oh my goodness, Livia, the worst TV parent of all time. His mother, man, there's so much more to talk about. And and his sister Janice, just like her. Oh, and yeah. well, the, and the fact yeah. that when the movie, oh my gosh, where uh, what's her name's playing her, uh, Farmiga, uh, Vera Farmiga is oh, playing yeah. her. So that's I can't I, wait to see that. Like I 
so she's excited the for worst. the Saints of Newark. <laughs> yeah. Like, I told you. That's why I had it at number one. It was in my top ten yeah. most anticipated movies of the year. <laughs> I like, I'm right? dying to see it. Yeah. But, uh, um, and just having this conversation, we we got we got to talk about Sopranos more. I know. I'm telling you. Yeah, we should. More. We, we definitely should. will. Um, so my next segment on here was titled "Yay or Nay on <laughs> Birds of Prey." Oh yeah. Um, I I wrote that title before <laughs> I saw the movie. Um, and I am going to say absolutely yay on Birds of Prey. Good. I um. I love this movie. Um, I and the funny thing is, I don't look. You see a movie, you know everyone's gonna love it, or you can tell someone, I know you're gonna love it. Like if I watched John Wick Chapter Three, like regardless of the ending, right? Just for example, <laughs> I would say, man, you're gonna love this yeah. movie. Or yeah, yeah. how you, I would say, 1917, Keith, you're gonna love this movie. Mm. I don't know if I can tell you that about Birds of Prey. Okay, and uh, and I'm forever calling this movie Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey, even when I put a review up. I'm calling it that yeah. because I'm not calling it that title. Yeah, that's what it is, essentially, anyway. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> so um, I'm a huge Harley Quinn fan. Like, I just, like, unhealthily obsessed with her. And I I read the comics. And I even – I've been watching the animated TV show on DC. Yeah, you have. The animated yeah. TV show is amazing. It's absolutely amazing. That's it's so unique. It's hard R. And it's so unique. And I love it. And – I have that same feeling with this movie. The action is fantastic. Heart, uh, Margot Robbie's performance is fantastic. Ewan McGregor is amazing mm. in this movie. It's look, and it's nowhere like I'm. Just, I'm just excited because I just saw it last night, and I'm not gonna like. Maybe I'm overselling it. Maybe, um, because it's not perfect, and it's not. There are things that I'm like, all right. I rolled my eyes a lot in this movie, <laughs> but as a Harley Quinn fan. Um, and just as a comic book movie fan and loving um like like for example i love deadpool right it's it's one of my favorite comic book movies of all time it's yeah. in my top 10 comic book movies of all time and this is like closer to deadpool than it is to endgame like, you know what i mean yeah sure or closer to deadpool more than it is to the winter soldier or something like that so i am prone to like this movie a lot and it's um it's just it's very entertaining um very harley quinn and they do things that like there's so many easter eggs that if you're a fan of hers you're like oh my goodness yes please so i'm curious we'll talk about it obviously after you watch the movie but those are my yeah. thoughts yeah yeah Sounds good. yeah they're getting great reviews so that's that's a good thing i'm gonna see it tomorrow tomorrow night uh and i'm definitely looking forward to it she's are you taking through all three of the older kids yes yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah, I had asked. What's the age Sophia? of the youngest? Uh, not, not Sophia, but the youngest, older kid. Oh, uh, yeah, Sophia. Yes, sir. She's thirteen. Oh, okay. Thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess that's probably the youngest I would ever take. Yeah, right. age thirteen. Yeah. You know, no, yeah, um, yeah. it's not that bad though. It's not like you know. It's, yeah. It's not that bad. As not, as I let them. Rating. I let them watch uh, Scream earlier this summer. So I'm I'm letting them. I'm easing them into more yeah. kind of. Risque stuff, so not totally you know inappropriate. Absolutely. But, you know. So yeah, we'll see. We'll we'll talk about it um next time, or at least we'll talk, definitely talk about it on a box flicks. Yeah. Um. All right, man. So wrapping up the show. Um. Let's just talk about. So we did our Oscar discussion on a now, but that was a while ago. That was two or three weeks ago. So yeah. What have you seen since then? Um. Where you might change your mind. Oh, 
And I have something for you, too, that I've seen. So what, what, right. what have you seen? Well, uh, I don't know if I mentioned on one of the shows I watched. No, I, I think I did. I watched uh, 1917. Uh, back oh, to back. you did. You did, yeah. Back to we back. Talked about uh, it and you were saying you agreed with Jake that it's one yeah, of the best movies you've ever seen. Ever. Yeah, Literally, is at least certainly in the last maybe 15, 20 years. Um, back to back. And the next night I went and saw Little Women, which I absolutely adored. It's uh, so good. Such a good movie. Um, it's a classic story. I didn't realize there were five Little Women movies and like three TV. I knew there was a lot. Yeah, three TV series. Uh, I knew there was one. Uh, 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 Catherine Hepburn was in the 1932 one, which I didn't, or 1939, really? something wow. like that. Yeah, I had no idea. Uh, but uh, <clears throat> yeah, it's it's the same story. Obviously, it's Little Women, um, based on the the novel. Uh, but uh, the way it's told, the way Greta Gerwig um, structured it, it's very interesting. It kind of jumps around in the story and the timeline. So it's it's a, it's really well done and really impressive. And it's a crime that she was not nominated for Best Director again. Uh, she made one of the best. No, movies. She was nominated for Best Picture for Lady or for Best she, Director for Lady Bird. I don't know. She was not. Yeah, I don't think she Are was. You sure? I'm uh, pretty sure because I was saying the same thing three years ago or whenever it was I came out. I thought uh, she was. <laughs> That's that. Yeah, no. It's it's again. It's because that was the argument was that the film was nominated for best picture, but the director wasn't nominated, which was ridiculous. And so that happened this year. I thought she got the, one of our sheets right up here. You, you, she was nominated. Yeah. No, not this year, but I thought she was nominated for Lady Bird. Oh, Lady Bird. I'm sorry. Best yeah. Director. No. That's what I. That's what I was saying. Yeah, I don't think she. She might have been, but I don't. I don't think she was. I think it. Um, best adapted screenplay. Screenplay. Okay. Um, is that for uh for this one? For oh yeah, Little Women. Hold on. Where is it? Oscar nominee. Oh, best original screenplay, Lady Bird. Hmm. Oh man. She was. She was. See, I knew it. Okay, good. Later, the first woman. I knew it. No, she was. I knew she was. Yeah. Okay, good. She was nominated for. Lady oh, Bird. that makes yeah. you so happy. Okay. Yeah. But she definitely should have been nominated for this. Jeez, I can't believe she wasn't. Uh, At least, I mean, that's, anyway, I, when, yeah. when this movie was coming out, I did not anticipate it to be a Best Picture nomination, and it is. So that's that's a test. People still know that she directed it. So yeah, I mean, yeah, she, yeah. that's still big for her. So I, I highly recommend that. So, and uh, yeah, I'm gonna try to check out. Uh, I'm gonna try to get in Parasite before the show Sunday. You have to, man. Uh, I I want Parasite to win Best Picture. A lot of people I, do. I yeah. really do, and I want him to win Best. I'm director. torn, man. Was was Jojo Rabbit nominated for Best Picture? Yes. Yeah. See, I kind of want that as well. No, so do I. But the thing is, I think I it's think gonna be 19. Jojo Rabbit is my favorite movie of the year. Um, yeah. But 1917, I don't necessarily think it is the best movie of the year, but I think it's the best movie that that everybody else agrees that it's the best movie of the year. Like yeah. as far as like just a, like if we did a world poll poll or something. But I but I Parasite might be the best movie of the year. Yeah. And a lot of people are predicting that Parasite's gonna upset. Uh, that's what I keep hearing too. Yeah. Um, but you know what I saw? I watched Ford v Ferrari. <laughs> I, I wish I had some celebration music. I wish I had that. Oh, that little horn. Okay. Wait. So on video, on uh, did on you digital. stream it? 
It's on digital. It is. So how did I not know this? I would have been watching it right now. I paid twenty dollars to watch it. Really? But I was thinking about because I was gonna watch it in theaters. I was, I was gonna like, buy it tonight. Okay. I was gonna go watch it in theaters and pay like twelve bucks or whatever. Yeah. Maybe ten. But I get to sit in the comfort of my own home. Oh yeah, sure. Watch it on the my TV. Yeah. And own it. So I was like, that's worth the extra ten. Anytime you want. Worth the extra ten dollars. Yeah. And totally. look, I will say. I still it's think your favorite director James Mangle is the best director working today I still think that but I didn't love this movie as much as you guys but this is why you and Jake hmm. are car guys I love cars but I'm not a car guy like cars are cool like I don't yeah. know that's all I have like, I clicked at <laughs> Hot Wheels but I'm not a car guy per sure. se you guys are yeah. so this movie was just like made for you guys but it's a great movie Yeah, great movie definitely best picture worthy James Mangles, fantastic director. Oh, Christian Bale should have been nominated. Um, yes, I'm telling you. I don't you, know right. if they would have called it best lead or best supporting. Yeah. Christian Bale should have been nominated. Um, that's yeah. I can't believe that. Um, I guess I haven't seen all the nomination nominated people. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, I, maybe I've seen all the best actor nominations, but not the best supporting actor. No, I haven't seen Antonio Banderas. Or, oh, no, that's right. Or the yeah. two popes guy. So, so I can't say like, oh, whether one yeah. of them should be booted out or not. Sure, but just Christian yeah. Bale was so good. He should have been. It was good, not Oscar worthy, but yeah, he I agree. Was good. I agree. Um, John Bernthal. The story was so great. enthralling. The story was yes. great, and I like oh, the ending. I know breaks my heart. I know. I, I didn't know that, and I was like, oh, like when you can do that, when you can get me so invested that the ending makes me angry yeah. because it what happened. Yeah. Yeah. So. Ford v Ferrari, fantastic film, mm. and, and like, it's, and I don't want to just, uh, it's, it's not my favorite film of the year. It's, mm. I, I added it to my rankings, and it's at twelve. So I mm. don't want to like, and like I said, like there's maybe my eleven through fifteen are all great films, but um, yeah, it's it's in my twelve spot. Yeah. But I, it's still a great movie, uh, but not my like necessarily my subject matter that I'm most into. Sure, basically. I wonder if you would have had a different, like seeing it in the theater maybe, with the sound, maybe a different. Maybe uh, with because the car racing scene because it's impeccable. yeah, and it, it, yeah. all that well surround sound. It's it, it, the sound quality. Yeah, the sound should win. Is a factor for yeah. sure. But yeah. I mean, yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Um, so, not Gio, I know that <laughs> it's not overrated. Gio, he did not go ahead. Anything. It might even be slightly underrated. I agree. I, that's what I think too. It might I don't be think slightly it's slightly underrated. And it came out and in I November. It's not like it came out. Basing that off of our circle, probably like, because you guys are over the moon about it. Brian, have you seen it? Yeah. I do you? I, I, it was. Do you I, like it? To be honest, I think it was actually number twelve on my. Oh wow. Too. Yeah. yeah you guys are probably no, about the same. Like, that's. There's nothing wrong with yeah. that. It's just you know. Just not you quite. Probably uh, love your number twelve movie, like whatever it is. I don't even remember. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, it, yeah. It, uh, I could. I, I trust me. I get it. I get it. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just, just. Lo- I loved it. And I loved it. But having seen, I feel like now. Um, I still have have it slightly ahead of 1917. But I don't know. They're kind of. They're kind of. Yeah. Mine is still uh, Jojo Rabbit for me. Which I see. Yeah. And if I see that again, I'm waiting to see that again because I want to. Because me, to, I, I love my. It was my number ten. I love my comedy, like my Ten? comedy okay. applied to the dramatic stuff. Like you know the the lightheartedness of jo- Jojo Rabbit is so sweet. It is it's a real unique s- film. Yeah, it is a war drama, but yet a quirky comedy. Okay, we're gonna go into spoilers really quick on Jojo Rabbit. 
So, Brian, did you, yeah, you saw it. Okay. I saw that tower. Yeah, so, me too. It's cool. Uh, okay. All so right, we, to wrap up the show. We, we mentioned. Hour uh, and 20 minutes. That's I our, didn't. Oh, my goodness. That's our mark. Yeah, it's mostly the Kobe stuff, I think. But, uh, yeah, uh, but we're not going <laughs> to. Like, normally that Kobe segment wouldn't be in. It wouldn't have. Yeah, if, totally. Yeah, that would have. Yeah. yeah, right. So, exactly. um, yeah. so sorry, sorry, Jake. But uh, hey, Jake's not producing this. Listen, Sparley and Barnes, exactly. Um, but uh, Jake. There's, a spoiler, there's a spoiler thing. So I definitely didn't say her name. You say sorry, Brian, for getting bored out of his mind. It's true. I know he wants to watch. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm listening. He wants to watch Harry Potter again. Uh, but uh, oh, honey. honey boy, yeah. Um, <laughs> I did not say her name. You picked up on that thing. Uh, uh, but I was right though. Uh, <laughs> which which one of those scenes do you think was worse? Oh, for for what? what for the actress Scarlett Johansson. Uh, oh, the Jojo Rabbit one. Yeah, for sure. That... Okay, so you said we were talking about <laughs> Endgame, and you said our no no no. We were talking about Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, and you said something like. I said there's. there's a, I said there's a performer in this movie. Yes, yes. And this something that, happens. It's and not, it's, there's another a performer in this movie that we said that had a. You said reference that there's a performer in this movie that had a death in another movie. I didn't even say death. Year. I just said a devastating scene, and that it's the second time this performer uh, this year had a, a devastating yeah. uh, devastated so, us on screen. And I already told you. I said. It's partly you saying that. It's partly me putting pieces together. <laughs> I can't believe you remembered that. And as soon as you said it, I instantly, I instantly thought it. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god. You just <laughs> me. But, I, but the thing is, if I would have said something, your your guys's reaction to me saying something would have given it away. So then, when I was in the, but all right. To be fair, when I was in the theater and it happened, I wasn't thinking about it. Right. But then I, you talk about I later. Was leaving the theater, okay. I was like, motherfucker, Keith. Spoiled it for me, but, but I didn't. It's okay. You yeah, just you didn't intentionally kept your brain just kept working. Oh yeah, it wouldn't stop. And you figured it out. Stop. But all right, uh, well, just all right. Your one big major Oscar prediction upset anything? Hmm. Uh, upset or, just or just whatever. Like what major prediction you have? Uh, who's our who's our best actor nominees? Actually, scratch that. Forget that. Uh, Scarlett Johansson will not. Well, I don't think she, I, she will not win either of her uh, nominated awards. Okay, I think that's. I mean, the, to be honest, she's not even like Renee Zellweger is supposed to win Best Actress, and then Laura Dern is supposed Laura to win Best Supporting. Yeah. So, unfortunately, which I would love for Scarlett to come home with an Oscar because I wanted to can, win for JoJo. I didn't see obviously again. Like that's possible. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? It's exactly. Possible. That's true. Yeah. So it, you know, it's rare. It'd be great. Um, it's like going to the Super Bowl. You might ne- you never go back. Might never go back. Um. I'm gonna go bold. I'm gonna say Parasite's gonna shock everyone and win Best Picture. The only thing That'd that's gonna stop really from cool. doing that is because it's nominated for Best Foreign Film, and that's what they do. They nominate uh, Roma. What's the one? Roma. They yeah, Roma right. for Best Foreign Film and Best Picture, but then they're like, oh, "Don't worry, you're gonna get Best Foreign Film, so yeah. we're not gonna vote for you for Best Picture." I mean, yeah, there's six thousand Academy voters, but you that, know what I mean? That's like, the problem right there. And man. Parasite should, like, it should be a contender to win. But it probably won't. But I'm gonna just make a bold prediction and say it's gonna shock people, and it will because Parasite. it is like it's such an amazing film, and it's so deep. Snowpiercer so director. Yeah. Guy. All right. Well, that's gonna do it for Bartley Barnes. Um, hopefully, there's some music playing right now, and I'm gonna try to add that in post. I'm gonna add our song back from from the original show. Um, Mr. Keith Barnes over there. That was fun, man. Um, it was. 
gonna go a lot shorter than that normally. Yes. I'm Jacob Barley. Thank you for watching this video. Peace out.